Last time on Dock of Shame. Oh, it's a cliffhanger. <laughs> Can we also talk about how Owen lost his trunks? No. Yes, that's a okay, theme for him. Okay, alright, we won't. But this is probably the most dramatic. Even maybe yeah. throughout the entire show. But sir, the Rugrats are already babies! Then make them teenagers! campers to the dock of shame podcast my name is matt welcome back to another episode with me i am joined by i am chris and when you got it flaunt it i am walsh and when you got it give it back i am gabe the hometown fluffy boy wow i wasn't expecting a producer's reference on this podcast but okay uh (laughs) <laughs> welcome uh s- s- that, so we've... mine was <laughs> mine, mine yeah. was the reference I'll, fluffy yes. i don't know if there's any fluffy boys in the producers so i was sure. referencing delta room uh, oh that's right i do remember are. that yes yeah. anyways welcome back uh episode three of total drama island we are on the episode the big sleep um what do you guys think of this episode just kind of as an overview before we get started it was just as torturous as I remember. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I didn't, like, it wasn't anything special to me. Like, it wasn't... I, I, I found that a lot of these early episodes are just kind of like, whatever. I don't... I, yeah. Like, I, I'm not... It's not really... Like, like it's alright. It's good. Like, it, it, but it you're, you're learning you're learning the characters. Um, not much else right now. Right. Um, I realized. I realized for me, like rewatching the series, this was probably the most forgettable episode because I forgot this episode even happened. <laughs> yeah, fair. See, like the the reason why I find it torturous is because I used to have really bad insomnia, and like I went uh, the the longest I've been awake it was like three days with less than an hour of sleep per night. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not yeah, that's not good. That's not that is not not good. Um No. It, it was it's definitely I it, it, we we'll talk about it too when it gets there. But there there is some some weird ass calculations when it comes to how long these these campers ended up staying up without, you know, health mm-hmm. concerns. Um right. but we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh we're not going to talk about the the Chris's last time on every single time, but I do want to there is like a slight voice crack when he says last time. <laughs> like it was very wait, subtle, really? but I was just like, "Wait, what?" It's like last time. Listen, listen, <laughs> guy, guy's still trying to earn his earn his voice. No, I this, know. This is this is a it, he he's just trying to understand what Chris McLean is, even though yeah. the say this voice actor who I forget the name of at the moment. I think basically it is also Chris Chris Potenza does does the same exact voice for almost every single character he performs at. So. <laughs> They uh, they also have him state too that it's going to be the most dramatic campfire yet, but like it's the second campfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it but it, it, yeah, like it's kind of like the it's it's what's literally what what reality shows do on a daily basis. I think of Hell's Kitchen every time. Like if you see an Everett, if you see a preview for Hell's Kitchen. Um, oh, it's the most dramatic. Every, every storm time, out yet. it's like every time it is literally just Gordon Ramsay yelling. Someone is crying. Someone fucked up the scallops again, and then it's it's just every single time the risotto screwed up. It, but every single time the preview is the exact same. It being like it's gonna be the craziest episode ever, and usually it's risotto. like all right. Okay, uh, we get into it. Theme song and. Chris decides to wake everyone up with an air horn sound into a megaphone. <laughs> yes. Is that necessary? It's uh, honestly, as you expect. Honestly, I think that would hurt 
Chris more than it would hurt anyone else because he's got a stand next to that. I, I everyone else has everyone else has walls in the way. I have a standing theory that I think Chris McClain is just immune to the own, immune to pain, or he just derives pleasure from it. Probably both, most what likely the latter. Is, is he immune to his own torture? I I would think so. It seems like it. As his anyway. insanity slowly sets in. <laughs> I it, it is. It's the start for sure. Yeah. Uh, he. Everyone comes out of their out of their cabins at that point. Lashana complains that it's seven in the morning, and asks, "What is she a farmer?" I don't know how she knows that. She just like immediately wakes up and knows what time it is. Don't you? <laughs> I well, maybe they, maybe they have clocks in the cabins. I don't know. When I wake up, I forget what day it is. <laughs> when I wake up, I forget who I am. <laughs> you should get that looked at. Yes, definitely. Some early uh, on. Chris introduces the challenge for today. Before they get breakfast, they have to run twenty kilometers. So, if anyone ever did this to me, <laughs> I would punch them. And I'm not even a violent person. Even if it's for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't think I would put myself in a situation to win a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> and be subject to run like that. Well, that's, uh, I mean, it, honestly, it reminded me a lot of like being back in high school, where like people would have to like run the track, uh, and you had the kids who were actually trying, and then you also had like the kids <laughs> who could not care less and just walk the whole time. Yeah, I, I that, that that was me. That was that was me. My my little sweat outfit, absolutely. That was that was not me because running was like the only physical thing that I could do. <laughs> so I ran it and did the mile under seven minutes when I was in high school. Damn, I have not been able to achieve that since. <laughs> that, is, that is a humble brag. Maybe 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 mine is the humble part. <laughs> I one time forgot to wear my gym shorts, so I ran in jeans. Oh, oh that's worse. <laughs> oh man. Gabe, that's you, so bad. That is, you know, I, I, I commend you. That's, that's a good. That's a to have to go through that torture, in its own. That's, that's, you know, good on you. Uh, yeah, I, I used to be the kid who tried to run in his gym shorts, and then I turned into the kid who decided to walk the track in their pajama pants. <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should have been smart and just skips gym. <laughs> <laughs> I I would I probably would have been better as a human being, honestly. Yeah, it's all right. You know how uh, during the pacer test they were they were like, "Yeah, we don't have enough time for everybody." You know, try their hardest. So you're gonna pair up with somebody who can probably only do less than thirty five, and then somebody who's actually gonna run it. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Actually, yeah, I I remember doing something like that. Yeah, that was not that was not fun. Ah, it's fun at least. No, I just remember like, hey, I'll I'll do the thirty five because I'm not gonna make it more than that. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the And then appreciate and then everyone, everyone else after that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they so they they all like get up to run. Uh, I forget what Chris like does to like tell them go. He might just shout go. Um, but they all get off to a start, and then Tyler just kind of. Just kind of goes right after it. So, um, I just to, just to go back a little bit because I, I I forgot that it happened before they started running. Oh, yeah. Um, Eva, the, they have a scene where someone I forget who kind of like reaches for like the iPod, like she tries to like almost bite their hand off and stuff. Oh yeah. And um, I think they have like a <laughs> confessional uh, with Courtney that kind of says like Eva's a problem. You know, she needs to get a grip. And I'm thinking, like, and this is kind of goes across, like, a few episodes, I've, at least the first few episodes, where they try to make it really obvious out of the gate who is the subject of potentially going home. Like, that's, right. it's it, it, it very, it, they make it very obvious that, like, it, that Eva's going to be, like, a, a very much a focal point of it, so. It's just Especially early on, just with, with, like, having to, like, develop the characters a little bit before they get the boot. I can't exactly. see why. Yeah. But this is like, oh, Eva's got a temper. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. 
I I also want to actually talk about when Courtney's in the uh, the confessional, because Courtney I noticed like, uh, when they talk about uh, well it, it happens two different times when Courtney's in the confessional, she says that Eva's only been here a day, and then to jump ahead a little bit, um, when they get fed after the run. Gwen says that uh, they've been eating, like, they, they finally got, like, a real meal after a week, after almost a whole week of brown sludge that they've been eating, and I'm like, wait, what? So, have they been here two days or a week? This show can't count. <laughs> <laughs> or has no, Gwen just Chris been can't private- count, the show can't count. Or has Gwen just privately been eating brown sludge for the days y'all, leading up to- y'all. The island. It's lost. It's lost. I solved it. It's it's lost. It's lost. <laughs> All right. There was a there was a boat crash <laughs> that we did not see. <laughs> that's how the that's how total drama rama is gonna end. Like how all of this has just been a dream of Courtney's. And she's or, or, well, like in her like comatose state as she's just lying on the dock after the boat crash. Jesus. Jesus. And, then, and then they're like, and then they're like so how dark. many how many years has it been? And one character says three, and another one says five, because no one can count. <laughs> uh, there's some clips of different groups of people running. A lot of people are trying, like the Jeffs and the Bridges are really trying. Uh, Katie, Sadie, and Gwen and Harold are like just all walking. I forget what Harold says, but he says something weird. And then Gwen just looks at him and goes, "Don't, don't walk beside me." I, I actually think he says something relatively normal, and like, and and he was just kind of like, "Why, like, why is everyone like running so, like, right, running so fast? I don't know how they could do that." And then she was just like, "Don't walk next to me." Like, I think that they were <laughs> trying just to be like Gwen's just being standoffish. Harold's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, they all get back in. Um, uh, they get back to the the tent. Uh, they're giving Noah like CPR, um, like trying to trying to pump his heart heart back movement again, um, and then Harold comes in the very last one and claims that he was having heart palpitations, which he was walking, and so were a lot of other people, but he still came in last. <laughs> you know, walking does a lot to your heart, but yeah. that wasn't the challenge. What? Yes. The next thing, yep. Next thing they had to do was eat a lot of food, including what? turkey. But right, I so. think my favorite part of this segment was Owen crying in the diary, but the way that he was crying was very, <laughs> uh, very, neat, very interesting. Because like, and it's like, what, what, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, and I and I rewatched it today. <laughs> I think Owen likes food, guys. Yeah, no, he definitely a character trait. Yep, just might. He just might. And then after that, uh, Chris comes in, announces the. Uh, actual challenge which is to stay awake as long as possible wait hold on now that we're at like the end of where they're finished eating I actually want to talk about I I don't know if it's just a thing where like some cartoons are just like weirdly freaky but after they like visually show that they are all stuffed with food a lot of the characters have weird belly bumps yeah yes like especially like the girls like they're pregnant it's such it's, it's so weird and it's very strange and offsetting <laughs> like those belly bumps just go away after that scene like they they, yeah. they it was just they were they were trying to portray that they were full but like they also could have just not done that <laughs> not done that and shown like you know empty plates and bones and stuff yeah yeah i really want to say something but what is it a deviant art joke yes because I had the exact same thought. <laughs> oh, oh god! <laughs> this is an inside joke. I don't understand. Well, Chris, do you know anything about deviant art? 
I, I know that is a place where art happens. So it's where art happens, but there's a lot of, like, weird art on there. I I would figure, yes. Yeah. Um, including, like, Jack's Film's tour of his house. Weird. Okay. Like, Chris, have you ever heard of the topic M-Prig? Oh, okay. Now I know where we're going here. Okay, yes. I, we don't need to. We don't need to. Go into this <laughs> no, no more. No more further. We. We. I think. No more, please. No. Please, no more. No. No. Uh, so Chris introduces the Awakeathon, is what he calls it. Still on his megaphone, further torturing these very, very tired teenagers. Sixteen-year-olds. This is child 16. abuse. This is fucking child abuse. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, they have a contract. They do have contracts. Uh, that's um. just, that does not matter. That is, unless Canada has some wait, sort of weird you know, wait. child abuse law or whatever. You know what's fucked up? The fact that because they are children, all of their, like, they had to have a parent or, like, just somebody over 18 sign off on this. So all the like, parents yeah, agreed to this. So they're like, yeah, I'll put my kids totally in this. Okay with it. Yeah, I'll put my For kids $100,000. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not even $400,000, just the chance to win $100,000. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, they quickly cut after that to 12 hours in, and all 21 campers are still awake. The um, the in- interesting thing about this challenge, um, sorry to cut you off, Matt, but um, no, the I, I, I find it very reminiscent of an old school Big Brother competition called the Pressure Cooker. Uh, where they put the contestants in like a glass box where they would just all they're doing is just standing there and holding a button they're not doing anything physical or anything they're just kind of like standing in place for as long as possible and it's meant to put them in a contained space probably with people that they hate for as long as period of time until you know the last person is standing um and I, I just found it very I found this competition very similar to that where no one's really doing anything physical it's just how long can you last uh, before dropping and I, I I found that a very interesting comparison in this situation yeah totally you guys remember the episode of Zoe 101 where they were having like the competition to win a vacation and you just had to keep your hand on the car the longest yeah yeah oh my that's God. exactly it that's exactly it yep that's like the pressure cooker I hated there were that so episode. so many shows that did that. Yeah. Like, it was Zoe 101. I'm pretty sure Ned Z Classified had one of those. Yeah, that it's, it's a very, it's a, it's a very, like, I, I don't know why they don't do that anymore in Big Brother, because that's, like, one of the, like, fan favorite competitions. Maybe it's just they want people staying up 24 hours. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, yeah no, that's, yeah. it's incredibly unhealthy. They should not be doing this to their contestants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's too as well. Yeah. Um, so, Owen's talking about how, like, oh, they're going, they're going great. Stayed awake for 12 hours. It's awesome. And then he throws his arms up, freezes for like a really long time, and then falls over. All right, that was kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was but his first the first person. Just the fact that like nothing was moving on the screen; it was just Owen staying there, and then they like rotated his body. <laughs> <laughs> Animation. I, I wonder, like, and I I want to ask you this, Walsh, because I I find that like. The, the the way that this is animated, how the show is animated, is it? Do they kind of do it where they have like they have the background and then like I don't know, like like keep the background as is like the entire time and then just have like the characters kind of like it's kind of it kind of reminds me of like a three D animation, even though it's two D. If that makes any sense, it it does a little where um you know the backgrounds can be very flat, mm-hmm. um and the uh uh they you know are moving you know all of the characters in front of it so in that sense it is very reminiscent but it does remind me very much so of a lot of you know other canadian shows where Mm. it's very flat and much easier to animate probably in flash um Mm. i think i get where you come from a little yeah yeah uh, we get a first instance of Trent and Gwen who are kind of flirting. 
start out a little like talking with each other, flirting a little bit. Yes. Uh, this goes on throughout the episode of them just like having some nice conversations uh, and getting to know each other, and we get like this little budding romance going on. Oh, uh, some other stuff happens in this scene too. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, they, I, what is it? Like some of the characters start to nod off and like mm-hmm. have some dreams. And is the canon of these shows that everything being filmed is either being filmed live or has been like pre-filmed before? I think that's like okay. That's the reality of this like canon because they pretty much like imagined that like Tyler was having like a dream, which was very strange. And then, or there was, I forget who was dreaming, and maybe you guys remember better than I do, but one character was dreaming about counting sheep, and one of the sheep was Chef, and now I'm I'm going to... That that happened later on. Oh, okay, okay. I couldn't remember the exact uh, events. The first one was was with the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy, or whatever it's called. Um, Yeah. mm -hmm. I don't know how they got the rights to that, but... Uh, It's very public domain by this point. Oh, is it? Oh, my bad. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a it's like a hundred year old like yeah. music piece that that was usually end up calling get released from their contract or whatever the hell it's called copyright. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so there were like two dream things. There was the chef thing, and then there was um, Tyler imagined that Katie and Sadie just got fucking like fucking killed by a bear. Yep. That, that, so <laughs> this is where I'm like like Cody and Tyler shouldn't. Like and then the episode kind of goes on. We'll we'll go back to like earlier in the episode, but like, were they they should should they have been eliminated at that point? Like I think that there is a point after like Tyler nods off or Cody nods off and they see those dreams and then they wake up that they're still technically considered awake for like th- at least a segment or two. They don't know how to count. <laughs> <laughs> I also think it was too like they. It wasn't necessarily. I think I I would consider it more hallucinating rather than dreaming. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I've definitely and I, done that where I'm not asleep, but I'm definitely like see things that I'm dreaming or think think about things that did not happen. Yeah, that's okay. definitely happened to me, especially when I'm trying not to fall asleep, and then I uh, you know can kind of like will myself to stay awake, like they have. Okay. But I also want to talk about too in the dream sequence where Chef is there. Chef has a tattoo. How does Tyler or, or I? I th- oh no, Cody was dreaming about the sheep, right? Cody dreams that. How does yeah. Cody know what Chef's tattoo looks like? I don't think the, I don't think the ballet thing was a dream. I think that was actually him dancing. Was it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, yeah, shit. I think okay. I think that he was sprinkling, like I, he was like sp- par- purposely like sprinkling dust on them to make them fall asleep. More. Because it was it was more than just uh, uh, like they were all like starting to fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing that happens kind of in this whole sequence, there's a lot that goes on. Just kind of like this is a weird challenge to like describe a sequence of because they're all just standing around. It's a whole, it's a montage. The whole episode's kind of like a montage, essentially. Yeah, so we may be, like, going back and forth uh, between a lot of this stuff. Um, Just as as an example, Heather decides to form her alliance. Mm -hmm. She mentions that she wants to find uh, find people who are desperate or dumb enough. And then it cuts to Lindsay and Beth. Lindsay trying to stand on her head and Beth trying to follow. Yeah, they, 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 uh, I, I find, like, what's good about this show is that there was, there had been a stereotype, which I don't know if that was more of, like, a later years thing with, like, shows like Big Brother, um, and sometimes Survivor, although I did not see the early years of Survivor, um, where it used to be, like, the guys would come together to form one giant alliance, um, and I appreciate that the first kind of alliance in this, in this, uh, animation was a female alliance because that does not get as enough play or enough credit um in actual reality tv right and especially the um the the fact that heather specifically is the villain of this series Mm -hmm. definitely it's enjoyable yes 
Um, so they convince to be part of an alliance. Beth is, like, way too excited, like, actually thinks that she is guaranteed final three when that's not how this works. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, I'm in the final three. Beth, there are still 20 other people here. Yeah, she's a little too high, high hopes. <laughs> Maybe she's just sleep-deprived. Yeah. Um, and you can also see kind of the beginning of a lot of Heather's personality um, throughout this whole episode, just how controlling she is, especially of her alliance. Mm -hmm. uh, Lindsay mentions that, uh, hey, she thinks that, 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 that guy in the red is cute. But um, I don't know if you can hear my dad at all. They should close the door. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's calling for my dog, trying to get her inside. Um, um, sorry. Uh, Heather is Heather, Heather is basically just like with Lindsay. No, you can't date him. He's on the other team. So I, I yeah, go uh, ahead. Okay. Uh, this is just going back to when they first like decided to form this alliance. Is it meant to be kept a secret? <laughs> You would think. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, this is a genuine question because I don't know if it's later on in this episode or the next one. Uh, Heather just kind of shouts, "What about our alliance?" or something like that. And what, that when... does happen during the second one. The second one we're recording today in the next episode. Okay. The next episode, something like yes. that happens. Yeah. I I think it's supposed to be kind of secret, but like it's not. It really they don't do a good job. They they the blow that up real quick. Yeah. Uh, continuing on from Heather's controlling stuff, at one point uh, Eva drops her MP3 player on the way to the bathroom, mm -hmm. and Heather just smoothly picks it up. That shit was not smooth. <laughs> it was like Chris knows as exactly obvious as <laughs> It was obvious. Um, this reminded me a lot about Survivor because this happens a few times. Uh, that, it just happened a few times over the course, of, at least of my uh, history of watching Survivor, where people would literally steal people's book bags, especially just to look through them uh, yeah. for like idols, uh, or just like steal someone's shoes and like hide them someplace just to get revenge. So this is also a very reality show type thing that happens. Um, it, 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 just to go back real quick, uh, the Tyler, the Ty when Lindsay, uh, when. She Heather's like you can't hang out with Tyler. Wasn't she the one in the first episode to say keep your friends close and your enemies closer? To Lindsay. To Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you're being a hypocrite at that point. Like if you're just saying like, no, no, you can't hang out with anyone outside of your team. We're being wild. Like that's the whole freaking like spiel that you tried to give in the beginning. Like I don't, it, I don't know. It's very weird. Heather's a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Heather, Heather like plays a controlling game. Doesn't necessarily mean she's do being smart about it. <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> I agree on that front. Although there are those like characters in reality shows that like say a bunch of shit that they don't actually mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be or go as back on manipulative as possible. It's the name of the game for yeah. sure. Uh, after twenty four hours. Chris is like, wow, you will... Uh, he was surprised that everyone was uh, staying awake this long. So he opens up and starts to read a fairy tale. Once upon what? a time in you a guys, foreign you, kingdom. You guys can correct me on the the uh, order of events, but can we talk about Justin? That's later on. Okay, alright, we'll get there then. <laughs> okay. Um... So we 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 see a lot of a lot of campers start nodding to sleep, and it's very very nice. They're all happy. Cody falls asleep in Owen's butt, and then is awoken by a massive fart in his face. That's comedy. That's comedy, dude. There's that was lot. that's that's the funniest thing I've seen all week. There's a lot of Owen fart stuff in this in this episode. Uh, it, more than just the farts. Uh, is um, with yep. have we been keeping track of Owen's farts? Was that I know that we we talked we've talked about this before, but is, I don't we... I I don't think so. Okay, because I think there's just too many to count. There's too many to count. <laughs> yeah, y'all gonna make me count it, aren't you? 
Only if you want to. <laughs> if you, I'm if not you, making we'll you. It. Yeah, this is. We're the, not making you. This do is a, it. this is a to- that's a torture project. At that <laughs> point, right. I think I think I think after this, I'm gonna start to count it, and not on the next episode, but uh, the episode after that of Daka Shame. I'll have a, a total of the amount of farts we've had so far, and then okay. the amount of farts by the end of the episode. All right. Okay. Cool. Wow, the, this is this is this is gonna be a pouring tracker. Oh yeah. Uh, Cor- Courtney makes a note about the or does a confessional thing about the fact that she says if she can just keep moving, she thinks she'll stay awake, and she does this weird just like having her arms up, moving her legs. I try to do the motion that doesn't work. This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's some more flirting between Twenton, Twent, Twenton, Twent and Gren, Gren, Twent and Gren. Guys, I hope Gren wins. <laughs> um, and as that goes on, Owen uh, sleepwalks past them, completely naked. Yes, and, and I'll, I'll go. You could go ahead. No, finish you, that. no you go. You go. Um, finish it out. I, I was, I was looking at. Oh, I, I, I look at this as Owen is our greatest outlet of discovering the character of the island, because quite literally the montage that we see pretty much for the rest of the episode, we don't have. I mean, we could we could touch on on them as we go along, uh, but he basically goes on a, a sleepwalking adventure throughout the island, uh, butt naked. Um, but it kind of you know you get to discover like all the different creatures that are on the island a lot more. Uh, you get to, you know, you get to see all these random places. You get to see the animals start to have a little bit of, you know, like personality to them as well. So, um, very much a, a very, it's a, even though it, uh, maybe an unnecessary endeavor, an, an interesting one at that. It, it breaks up the tension. Uh, yes. Yeah. He, he, he mentions that his sleepwalking is a result of eating beans. Yeah. Which may or may not be important. <laughs> Um, oh my god, then we get farting and naked sleepwalking. <laughs> uh, a few of those uh, endeavors, he w- walks walks to the cliff from the first challenge and then turns around and then falls off the cliff anyway. Oh, still, still sound asleep. Um, we see him swimming with fish, like jumping out, of, leaping out of the water as fish would. And then the camera changes, and they're going up a waterfall. Which I thought was a very good moment. I really liked that part. Yeah, Owen is one with the salmon. (laughs) Um, And then later on... uh, Later on, at the the very end, um, he's, like, asleep around, like, a lot of big feet. Bigfoots, Sasquatches. Yeah, um, they just kind of poke him, and then he farts and they kick him out. I just I like how Sasquatch has just become canon canon in this show, just like that, yeah. just like boom. There's, right, right, there's right, just Sas- there are Sasquatches on this multiple on this island, multiple Sasquatches. Yes. Sas uh Sasquatches. Sasquatch. <laughs> no, S at the end. Sasquatch. No, Sasquatches. Sasquatches. It's like it's like geese. Sasquatch. <laughs> don't they call it like Sasquatch and Aqua in a future episode they do I do think they? so I know okay. I yeah I, th- I think games right I I, th- I I don't know I don't forget when it happens but there yeah there's something about like the, the naming of it that's similar to the camp gotcha oh now now we gotta have like a theory time on how like where where the Sas- Sasquatch come from the Sasquies come from Sasquies <laughs> uh do you have uh, when Chef is in his uh, sheep outfit playing the harp, does that add to your theories about Chef at all, Matt? Uh, well, I think I don't think that adds as much, but I think his tattoo uh-huh. is going to be a very interesting thing moving forward, and I'm excited to theorize about what that uh, that might be. What was what was the tattoo that you saw the first time? I didn't quite see it. Um, I think it was a pretty like general like normal looking tattoo like it was like a tough guy tattoo um hold on i'm gonna see if i could try to find a photo okay in the meantime in the meantime yeah move forward in the meantime 
Um, they mentioned that they've been awake for 51 hours, which is just over two days of time. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have the... Okay, I have it here. Oh, like yeah, the anchor. Um, yeah, so, it, yeah, okay. it's an anchor with, like, an S over it, so <coughs> yeah. it gives the impression that, like, he's been, uh, you know, in, like, uh, he's been sailing, he's... Well, what's, um... Like, he's a Navy In the Navy. Navy. Guy? Navy. That's, yeah. that was it. Navy. Yeah. Navy. Canadian Navy. Navy or Army. Yes. Canavy. Canadian. Canadian Navy. Canadian Navy. Um, yeah, there is a lot of time Maybe that goes not. by in this competition, and they're awake for more than three days. Yep. It, like, that's not... I don't think that's possible. Like, it, I, it is, I get, but, like, that's, like, they're supposed to be, like, in the hospital by then. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that this is this is just. Let's just establish how how absolutely skewed this reality is. No, I know. We we uh, Chris tortures sixteen uh, year olds. Yeah. They even when they're running earlier in the episode, uh, they even ask like, "You're enjoying the Zarnu?" And Chris is like, "A little." <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Yeah, he doesn't really play coy with it. Uh, now you can talk about Justin's eyes. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. Alright, I didn't remember that, and the first time that I saw his fucking eyes without, like, the black outline around it, I got, like, weirdly, like, freaked out. I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, how because... did they forget that in the animation? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, okay, so, and then, and then it's revealed that Justin painted over his eyes. That's why he's just been standing the whole time, so he just falls asleep, like, just standing, which is pretty impressive in itself, but, like, it was just freaky the way that it looked at first, because it just looked like, like, glob eyes, even though it didn't look like that the whole time, and I was like, what the fuck? What happened? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that scared me, I was like, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> Like, I like how they had him, like, it wasn't that, like, he was leaning against something. He was standing straight up with his arms at his hips, and just, like, standing, like, stoically like a superhero. And, like, and he somehow fell asleep in that position. It's wild. Yeah. Where do you get the um, paint? How where do you do, do you that? That's also, he's cheating, like straight up. Like, do they? I guess they don't really care about that, right? Well, they they said it once he woke up. They said he was out. Yeah, so, I know. Like, once like... they realized, oh, you were cheating, you're out. Yeah. Um, two small things happened uh, before the next like thing that Chris did. Uh, Duncan did the like the warm hand in the water thing to Harold mm-hmm. to make him wet himself. <laughs> because mature humor and then Noah and Cody were like sleeping together I think Noah was like kissing Cody's ear or something like that and then That's they it. wake up screaming five feet apart because they're not gay <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Chris decides to pull out the history of Canada a pop-up book yep Wait, chapter hold on. one a beaver yes the beaver uh, and fun fact, uh, I'll talk about the rest of the censorship at the end, but this is this is one of the examples where the censorship um, the censorship gets in the way of the like of the joke. Because in the net in the censored version, they say the beaver makes a real fine hat. But in the actual one, it says the beaver makes a damn fine hat, and then they all groan. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, like that. Wait, yeah, like I didn't. Yeah, I didn't notice that at, yeah. at the there, first time. There, there have also been like a couple other um, sensors uh, between the just around the show. Like they censored "shut up" or even the word "freaking" at one point. They do I noticed that a lot. The... They do. They do stupid a lot. They change "stupid" to "lamo," and they did that later with one of Eva's lines. Yep. Mm-hmm. I also noticed too. Gwen said something that I was I really felt in my heart uh, before Chris pulled out the history of Canada, where she was talking to Trent, and she said that she was 
Um, she said, I think I'm so tired, I'm not tired anymore. And I really felt that. Because <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. I felt that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm with that. Hashtag relatable. After that point, Trent falls, and it's just Gwen and Duncan left competing in this competition. Um, Chris gives them time to use the, use the bathroom. Duncan goes. Been in there a while, and then the camera crew goes there. You can hear them talking, um, and they find Duncan asleep just on the can. I found it interesting about this is, like, I kind of, like, I, I called it producer voice, where like the producer or whatever like is is like with behind the camera and checks mm. in on the contestants. Um, this happens uh, a lot during uh, Big Brother. Uh, it does not get shown obviously on the regular show, but on the live feeds, uh, you are well aware that the producers are uh, either talking to them uh, like early on in the day um, to tell them like what they're what's happening during the day, uh, either in a diary room. Um, and sometimes that that producer you don't you end up hearing that producer voice on the live feeds. Uh, it's very weird because it's like, wait, where is this voice coming from? Like from a removed body, pretty much. Like <laughs> you don't see actually ever see them because they're behind the walls of the house. So yeah, uh, it kind of it very much reminded me of that. Um. So with that, Chris, like, gets past the note, and the Gophers win. Since Again. Again, since Gwen was the one who uh, who stayed stayed awake the longest, and then she Ooh. promptly falls asleep. Deservedly so. Yeah. Uh, next scene: Eva is freaking out in the bass cabin about her MP3 player that has gone missing. She everyone is outside. She's throwing stuff out the windows. She's yelling, uh, like saying, "Whoever has it, I'm going to kill you." Stuff like that. You know, normal normal stuff. Yep, yep. I, and then, and then the, what I find interesting is that Heather comes in after that, um, and says like, "Oh, is she looking for this? Oh, I found it. I was trying to find it, like, and like trying to put on like this nice persona as if there is she had nothing to do with the actual disappearing of of the MP3, uh, in the first place, um." It's very weird, by the way, ten years ago, like to think that 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 was like the MP3s were just normal back, still back then. Yeah, like phone, like, fo- iPhones still hadn't exploded back then. Like that's fucking weird. Um, but uh, I I found this like a moment of like Heather's jury management, even though like Eva, there's no jury in this. Uh, like mm-hmm. her like kind of like trying to play nice with Eva and like I guess trying to convince others that she's nice, but like. I don't know. Like, does she really need to convince the killer bass that she's a nice person or whatever? Like, I don't know. It's like there's no really necessary reason. No, I disagree. There's definitely a reason because then it makes Eva look ridiculous. Well, she looked ridiculous anyway. But if, if it was like somebody had stolen it, then her anger is a little more justified with you know, uh, accusing other people of stealing it, but the fact that I she see. was the one who dropped it and then accused everyone else of stealing it and then, you know, I destroyed see. most of their stuff while looking for it, it, it was it just makes her look a lot worse. Okay. Yeah. That's Which is fair. perfect for what Heather's trying to do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I get that. Uh we head to the campfire ceremony. Uh the marshmallows are awarded to Duncan, Bridget, Courtney Katie and Sadie together. Tyler, DJ, Jeff, and then we have Eva and Harold as the last two. <laughs> and the final marshmallow, of course, goes to Harold because My they man. made it. They made it way too obvious who was going to go home. Yeah. Most dramatic campfire ceremony, my ass. Yeah, it was great. Well, oh, she did well, almost kill someone with weapons. A few weapons. She did. Yeah. She did. Oh, <laughs> I also wanted to talk about too. Uh, we passed it, but after the winner was announced, I think at some point during the montage of Owen sleepwalking, because this is of course going on at the same time, Owen ends up on top of a beaver dam, 
and yes. the beavers yes. are just like making the dam around him and where one of them are tapping is like right on top of his groin and that made me very uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah a lot of a lot of bodily humor i think generally that was for oh, a kid show during the after eva goes down the dock of shame which why does i don't know why that name sounds so familiar but after she does that <laughs> she throws the stick at courtney and that would have like murdered her yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, we can like we can all agree right yeah or at least like a good impaling like phineas gage style impaling mm, you love to see that <laughs> Uh, I found it interesting that we got a post-elimination confession, though, which was very reminiscent of Survivor. Um, and they don't the really do that. They don't. No, not not like Eva's. A lot of the, a lot, I, I know a lot of the later ones. They like they talk on the dock a little bit, but it's not like on the boat going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it, this is like a very, it is like there there is not. I think it only happens a few more times in this season. Like, I, 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 there's not a lot of, like, once they're eliminated, they're done. Like, remember, oh. I mean, I mean oh, this is, it's a little spoilery, so I don't know if you want me to say it about that, but I, I think we've also made it clear that uh, the people who probably have watched this already uh, might have already seen it. But anyways, there is an episode where a character gets eliminated but never says anything at all throughout the entire episode because they show up only at the end and they get yeah. eliminated. So that that yeah. so that that that's also a thing that happens. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so the the bass who are remaining all hold up their marshmallow sticks and pledge that they will not end up here again next week. Mm-hmm. And then we get then we get the Owen with the Sasquatch scene, and then episode ends. Anything else that uh, that I may have missed? Just because this episode was very, very weirdly sequenced. Not too much. There was like a surprising amount of. There was a good amount of censoring in this episode. Yes, uh, I have a list up here. Um, so Chris changed "shut up" to "get out." Uh, Chris mm-hmm. says that is so freaking cool. Changed to that is so crazy incredible. To <laughs> just to Justin's eye paint. Um, of course, the beaver has a damn fine hat. Changed to a real fine hat. And then uh, Eva saying, who needs this stupid TV show anyway? Changed to who needs this lame-o TV show. Guess kids in 2008 couldn't handle handle the word stupid. I knew I couldn't. <laughs> I, well, I immediately what, cried. Were you like 12? No, I was 12. Uh, you were 10. Yep, I was a baby. I also baby. like I also like the logic that they sent her down the dock of shame, and then they're like, "Wait, hold on, bring her back. We got to do a confessional." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, um, we do ratings before before drama rama, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also wanted to have your guys' opinions on Owen's. Uh, superhuman capabilities of like swimming up the waterfall yes yeah, swimming up the waterfall being able to survive uh, freezing temperatures with just his bare skin uh, his incredible you know st- uh, stink defense mechanisms you know well cartoon is the boring answer so I I think that Owen I think that Owen that, that's never the answer go comes. The yeah. the the No. I think the the true answer is that Owen I think in his sleeping state is a, a more powerful human being than him in his awake state and there's an mm. untapped superhero there that so we it, have not discovered yet. Is it like a Jekyll and Hyde scenario? Or I, are you just or are Owen you just saying sleep? that are are you saying that bisexuals are superhuman? They are. They are superheroes. But... I don't know if that necessarily applies to Owen. Mm. Um, I disagree. I think it's completely because he's a bisexual. Only because he's bisexual. <laughs> Matt, I want you to swim up a waterfall. 
Well, I can only do that when I'm sleeping. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Right. It's it's only this. It's sleeping. It's the power of sleep and being bisexual. <laughs> what was that one movie that said like uh, that we only use like ten percent of our brain and that if we tap into that untapped potential, we can do incredible things or whatever. Some Is that bullshit. Robot. That sounds like iRobot. I don't think that's iRobot. It's not. It was a really recent movie, or kind of recent. But it's it's oh, very. It true. was with like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was called Deus Lucy. Ex, Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> I think it was called Lucy. And the Ghost in the Shell. No, not that one. No. Um, <laughs> but I think I think we can all agree that any female born after 1993 can't cook. All they know is McDonald's, charge their phone, twerk, be bisexual, eat hot chips, and lie. <laughs> what the fuck? Eat hot chips? <laughs> what? What, is what, that? Is what is that meme? Y'all have seen these of like fucking like so many fucking uh hold on. We were doing uh, a great job at not swearing until this moment. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I'm pretty sure we swear it already. Um, <laughs> the past tense is swore. <laughs> I think we swear damn it right. already. But, uh, oh, I said damn. Like, yeah, that's such me. Beaver. Should I say it I, again? Real. This is damn beavers. Matt. Stop being so lame Matt, should I say it again? Stop being so totally... Yeah, Say what? You know. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, let's get our uh, let's get our ratings done after mm. that. Whatever that was. Um, who would like to give theirs first? I will. Right. Um, I will. I will say it was a five. Okay. I, I I think it was just an average episode. Nothing spectacular. Uh, you started to see development of the series and how it ends up going. Nothing spe- nothing great. Nothing spectacular. Alright. I'll go next. Go for it. Uh, 10 out of 10, just because of the voice crack at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe's rating system is going to be very different from the rest of us, and it's going to skew the average, but that's okay. Honestly, <laughs> it's like, it, it, it would have been a 1 out of 10 for me if it weren't for the voice crack, so... Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I do I do agree. Um that it definitely brings it up. But I think this is a very this is this is a much lower episode for me. And I think that there's a lot better ones ahead of it. The pacing's a little off in this episode and mm. I think that while the challenge is kind of interesting, it's 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 a little all over the place. So I'm yeah. gonna and and it a little kind of forces the elimination. So yeah. I'm going to put it at a four. All yeah. right, uh, I'm gonna keep it at a f- I'm gonna put mine at a five, um, which um, which is lower than the first episode for me. Um, I I really do like this. This is kind of this and the next episode really start to get that steam of like the characters' personalities really building. But again, it's just, it's so segmented. There's not a clear line other than, oh, they have to stay awake. Um, and yeah, that force elimination was forced. Um, so that is that. Walsh, would you like to share with us the Total Dramarama plot description? Yes, I have it. I, I have it right here. Uh, here we go. Uh, now, I want to be very specific when I say the title so that I do not have it wrong. It is episode three of season one, written by Lori Elliott. And I like including the writer of each episode so that they know what they've done. (laughs) The title of the episode is Cluck Work Orange. I breathe. I actually breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Jude meets a chicken from a petting zoo and befriends it. He doesn't know that the chicken is an evil psychopath. Oh my and god. The kids have to, wait, and the kids have to warn him about it. Meanwhile, Cody slowly becomes a werewolf after sucking his thumb after petting a wolverine. What the fuck? See, I, see I'm currently exhaling out of my nose forcefully. That, that's how funny I think that is. Oh, I wish I was Jared19. 
What? Yep. Like, that first part, like, okay. That may, like, as, like, a plot, it makes sense. It's weird, but it makes sense. <laughs> That's even a stretch to say that. That's a stretch, <laughs> but, like, I can't, I, like, I, like, I get it. Okay. But to have a B-plot of a kid turning into a fucking werewolf from sucking his thumb. Why? Like, just petting, petting a, rend, a regular, as far as we know, at least, a regular wolf, like... Well, you said Wolverine, right, right, Walsh? Yes, but he thinks he's turning into a werewolf. Just okay. because he pet it. I would like to, like, set the record that Wolverines are not are not wolves. Wolverine is a like, sure? superhero. <laughs> but it has W-O-L. But the, but the animal Wolverine, is is like is like in the weasel family. But W O L. Nothing. <laughs> I like okay. Come on, just I'm not to extend this any further. But Cody, yeah. the the Cody, sucking his thumb and turning. Is he actually turning into a werewolf, or is it that he thinks he is? Because that changes it a little bit for me. Meanwhile. Cody slowly becomes a werewolf. Okay, after there you go. All right, cool. After okay. Okay. A <laughs> okay. All right. Wait, can we? I've has anyone here seen Clockwork Orange? Yes. I I get I I I know like the the idea of it. Okay, I don't. Can someone? I don't even want to. <laughs> does, does it? Does it have relation to Clockwork Orange? This. Well, it's named Clockwork Orange. So like Clockwork Orange, basically like this dude, he's got like the, the, I don't know, eyeliner, mascara, I don't, I don't know, um, under one eye, and like the the bowler hat, and he like looks menacingly into the camera while holding a cane. That's just like a shot from the movie. That's not what the movie's about. But <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that's all it's about. You know, when I wanted, when I went to Google the uh, the plot of Clockwork Orange, that's crazy. That's exactly what it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, amazing. That's incredible. It's one giant shot, like close up shot, the entire movie on Malcolm McDowell. After he's jailed for bludgeoning the cat lady to death, Alex submits to behavior modification techniques to earn his freedom. Oh, yeah. He's conditioned to ab- ab- abhor violence. Returned to the world defensive- defenseless, Alex becomes the victim of his prior victims. That's what in the hell? That is dark. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh yeah, I know it's a dark movie, but hmm, guys, I know. Let's call this episode "Cluckwork or <laughs> The kids will get that after one. one of the darkest, most imp- like famous films ever made. <laughs> May you you have this up on Wikipedia, right? Uh-huh. Or somewhere. Yes. Yes. Okay. So so the ratings do they have them listed on Wikipedia? I'm very curious if anyone's actually tuning in to watch. They don't have oh, oh, you mean the viewers, not like the rating of the episode. Right. The view, like the, the amount of people who actually tune in to watch this stuff. From what I'm actually looking at it, it's one of the higher viewed episodes. With most of them, with most of the episodes, like, on average, especially with it dipping a little later as the show goes on, <laughs> at the beginning, it's like an, it's like an average of, I'd probably say, 0.75 million, while later it goes down to probably, like, 0.60 million. This episode... It's still too many. This, this <laughs> episode apparently had... Point eight million viewers. That 800, is eight hundred thousand people sat down, saw Total Drama Rama, Clockwork Orange, and was like, "Hmm, I'll let my child watch this." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Don't I, let your it, kids watch Cartoon Network unsupervised. As we've as we made very clear, this is the first of two episodes that we're filming in one night. God, I'm scared if this is the first one. Oh, what <laughs> yeah, the second I, one's going to be? Yeah, tune in for the next episode. For yeah, the, for the next. Tune in for this now. next episode. Um, that's going to do it for this one. Uh, it's been it's been a trip. I hope you all don't turn into werewolves uh, by sucking your thumbs. See you all in the next one.
The Doc of Shame podcast is brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Doc of Shame and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.